Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. Go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a daughter, beloved of God, a servant of the Most High God. Welcome to Speak Life to all those the Lord have sent in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus and I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I totally surrender because I don't know. I don't know. I'm showing up, Lord God, and I know you're going to show up and have shown up and will show out in the name of Jesus. So have your way, dear Lord. There is an appointment for this word. There is a purpose for this word. There's ears that need to hear what the spirit is speaking to the church. So have your way, dear Lord. Use this broken earthen vessel, Lord God, that is bought by the Spirit of God. And I thank you, Lord, that you speak to the hearts of your people, that they're tilled hearts, Lord God, ready to receive the seed that will bear forth good, effectual, fervent fruit for the kingdom of God. And I thank you in advance, Lord God. I praise you and I wish worship you. I wish you... Uh, not this wish business, but I exalt you on high in the name of Jesus. And I lift you up on high, Lord God. And I am hopeful and assured that you hear us and that you hear our hearts and that you hear our prayers, Lord God, and that you answer by fire in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Bind up everything of darkness. Bind up everything that may even try to use my voice wrong. Bind up everything, inward and outward, in Jesus' name, that is not of you. So what I came to talk about is Jesus' yoke and his burden. Jesus' yoke and his burden. So I was coming on here with another word, uh, to worship and praise our way through. Um, but, uh, yeah, speak life is not about me. So, you know, I was, um, preparing to just click on, you know, do the prayer, go into prayer, then click on. And I think her name is Taya. I think that's how she pronounced her name. She was singing, uh, uh, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Lean not to your understanding. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Uh, what is the name of the song? I know your yoke is easy and I know your burden is light. So uh, I can't even remember. But um, it kept repeating. I was like, okay, wait a minute. I don't think I'm supposed to be talking about praise and worship. I was listening to one of the songs from uh, Go Tell My Brethren. And so it's worship. I'm a worshiper because I am a worshiper. I'm a praiser and I'm a worshiper. Hey, I get excited for the Lord. Uh, that's how I get my breakthrough. So, but I was, I was listening and I just stopped because it was repeated and it was repeated. So I know God was trying to get my attention and I'm like, but Lord, I don't fully understand. Like, I don't fully understand, um, your burden and your yoke. Hit a click. So the yoke to be yoked with the Lord is to be in a marriage you're yoked together like now y'all could choke each other out but both of y'all ain't gonna get choked out by going against each other whoever is the strongest or even the wisest 
going to choke the other one out. Just go choke them out now because, or have the more support or the heavier weight, whatever the case may be, you being under a yoke and, you know, you can't go, you have to be in sync, in alignment. So when we are yoked with Christ, we have to be in sync and in alignment with each other. And it's not him being in alignment with us. He said his yoke. Uh, so in Matthew, let's go to Matthew house. And Matthew uh, 11. Oh no. In Matthew 11. We're going to Matthew house on the 11th floor. On the 11th floor, left my Bible. So left my Bible across the room. So yeah, I had to take care of that. So uh, the 11th chapter. Yeah, 11th floor of Matthew house. Okay, so I'm going to start uh, in verse 25. At that time, Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, answered. Okay, answered. You know, I get um, spam calls and stuff throughout uh, throughout the day, and somebody going. But anyway, so answer. It says at that time, the Lord Jesus, the Word of God, answered and said, "I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth. I thank you, O Father, Lord. I thank you." O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you, Father, have hid these things from the wise and the prudent. The wise in the world and the prudent, because if it was wise in the Father, they won't be hid. Mm -mm. they're going to be open for us okay so the wise uh, oh yeah i guess so the wise and the prudent and have revealed them unto babes so the wise and the prudent is not getting it but the babes those that are because we must become as children so children are free usually they're free until they come into an environment that changes that, you know? So, and, and different children are different ways. So some children, they come out really quiet, but when they start looking timid, I mean, it's just another thing going on. But so children are like sponges. They, it's like imputing information in their little computers, in their hearts, in their minds, in their spirits, all this computing of information. And nowadays, it's just nothing but mostly evil, uh, depending on what's going on in your house. But that outside world, now the school with perversion, the, the country with perversion. No, it's the country with perversion, the schools with perversion. So now these demonic spirits are in people walking around. They, they're heavy burden and you know it because 
It's no way, it's no reason why people freaking out and the way that they are. And then those that record the people freaking out for whatever reason and put it online and just want to see, want us to see so much pervertedness and so much uh, demonic and darkness. And that's why everybody's watching. Look at the millions of views on that. And so now you're opening your gates up to all this demonic stuff uh your eye gate your ear gate your nose gate your mouth gate your hands gate wherever your feet is going where now it's it's penetrating into your heart rather fear is coming rather anxiety is coming rather <clears throat> wicked imaginations are coming into the heart and then they starting to manifest in imagination so now we're imagining all this evil stuff <clears throat> for those of us that are doing it excuse me, and it's coming into existence. And the most dangerous part of it is the children going, is computing into the children. So children, it's like a seed and being in the soil of the heart, what is being computed is what's being developed and produced. And if it's not children, it's people, adults with childlike behaviors and mindsets or or just not stable in their thinking. I don't like to get into the mental health thing because the mental health is really demonic. It's it's just it either you have a sound mind, like God says, He's given us power, love, and a sound mind, or you have an unsound mind. There's no in-between with this thing. We we're creating these things and we don't want to just say God is not in it. God is not the father of this thing. God is not the Lord of this thing. What we have created into our lives or allowed to come into our lives is not of the spirit of God. Yet he is the he is the father of the heaven and the earth. But for those of us that have detached ourselves, this is how our burdens become heavy. We're carrying heavy burdens of other people, demonic stuff, because we have opened up our gates and allowed it to come into the gate, to come into our homes. We're watching these things in our homes and, you know, really think about this. And, and I don't know why this is, I'm thinking about this more. Well, not thinking about it, but I'm paying attention to it more. Okay, so you have a cell phone now. You know how we had the old phones. The only reason it wasn't good to throw those old phones in the trash because of the plastic and, and to break down that plastic. But now that they recycle plastic, but the fumes that come from heating up plastic. But now you have cell phones that they don't even want you to put in the landfill because it goes into the earth the radioactivity. So we putting that, we putting that always into our eyes and, and women stick it down in their bra now. And then, you know, wait until the future come and all these things start developing all these disorders in the body, like all these disorders, you know? And so I wanted to say something uh, on here. We'll have people, I write, but anyway, so we are, Everything that those that have the money to create, we take it in and we don't know the after effect of it. And it becomes a burden because it may become sickness. It may become something that 
we simply can't deal with. Uh, the practice of medicine have no answer for it, have no answer for it. Because when these things were being developed, they knew what they were putting into it. And they didn't care about the effect. They care about the monetary gain of every evil invention. This is what God calls it, evil inventions. And now that's another burden. That's another yoke because now we're addicted also. Addicted. Addicted to the cell phone. Addicted to social media. Addicted to seeing murders. Addicted to seeing children being abducted. And I'm just wondering if some of these things people are doing just to be seen, even abducting a child. It's still getting you attention. You may have already been thinking perverted like that, but now you got a million views of people seeing you do it. You got a million views of people seeing you shoot up a school. You got a million views of seeing, even if you don't live to see it, you know everybody's going to be talking about it. Where did that yoke come from? Where did that come from? It is insane, insanity, because it's sin. Yeah, it's all sin. It's all connected to sin. It's all connected to being disconnected from God. There's no way you're worshiping and praising God and following and being yoked to Lord Jesus and doing these demonic things. It's impossible because they're contrary. They are like the South and the West. I mean, well, that too. But they're like the North and the South. Totally disconnected. So it's not like the South and the East because they can be Southeast. But they're like the North and the South. They're like heaven and hell. They're like Jesus and Bilal. Totally contradictory of each other. I don't know what's going on today, but we bind it in the flesh in the name of Jesus. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So the thing is, uh, once we take on the yoke of the Lord Jesus, once we take on the yoke of the Lord, we put down being yoked to all those things of darkness. What happens and many of us don't realize it once we receive Christ is that those yokes that we had are going to fight. Now, some people don't believe this and that's on you, but okay. You don't have to believe it. If you're only doing the surface things, you're only going to church and you, you paying your tithes, which is giving tithes. And because we don't pay the Lord. So, but you know, when you are just dressing like a soldier, but scared to fight Goliath, you know what I'm saying? When you're just dressing the part and you're just looking in the part and you're just sounding the part, your warfare, you may not even see it. But when you really take on the yoke of Christ, the word of God, God himself, there's a war. 
Whenever we start to go towards the light, there is a war from the darkness to keep us distracted, to keep us frustrated, to keep us in tears, feeling broken, feeling uh, even guilty. Yeah, anxious in those things because that's the distraction to get you to take your hand off of the yoke. Take your hand off of the yoke. Come from off of that yoke. Come breach, break the breach open so the enemy's standing right there. Like, like God told Cain, he told Cain, this is what he told Cain. He says to Cain, we are in chapter four. Uh, no, we're not. We're in chapter, yeah, we're in chapter four of Genesis. Now, for those of us that don't know who Cain is, Cain is the son of Adam and Eve. So verse one of chapter four, I don't hear a lot of people talking about Cain and Abel, but Cain and Abel still exist. Cain and Abel still exist. You're always going to have, <clears throat> it's like the enemy against Jesus. You're always going to have either that civil rivalry in the flesh or in the spirit that is going against the other. Cain is still trying to kill Abel or still killing Abel, even in the house of God. So it says, uh, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Okay, I've gotten a man from the Lord. Okay, which is when I say that, it sounds a little different. But <clears throat> so Cain is the firstborn. And she again, it, it, you know what? I'm reading this, but I can't go into that teaching. And she again bear his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. So you're always going to have, even like, what is it? Uh, is it Elihu going against David? You're always going to have, when, when people see what God is doing, and they have not formed their own real bond with God, you're always Elihu. It's in uh, verse 6 of 1 Samuel 16, the name of the first brother. And it came to pass when they were come that he, Samuel, looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance. Just because he came dressed up, got the Bible in his hand, don't mean he actually believed that word, have taken on that yoke. It says, look not at his countenance or on the height of his stature because I have refused him. For the Lord sees not a man as man sees. For because man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Just going to go back and mind my business. Okay. So it says, ooh, I love when the Lord sent me someplace like, bing. Okay. So it says in chapter 
4, verse 2, and she again bare his brother Abel. I just love the name, Abel. Like, God plays with words, Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. Now, we're sheep, right? I'm just saying. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. So Cain is supposed to be preparing the heart. Because that's our ground. But Abel is keeping the people of God. He 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 would be more like a pastor or teacher. He's keeping the, the people. But okay, we're not talking about that. And in the process, I love this. In the process of time to everything, there is a season and a time for every purpose in God. So it says in the earth. So in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain, it has to be a process of something, that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground. You'll know a person by their fruit, right? What did he produce? We're not here to answer that because I don't know. The fruit of the ground and offering unto God. So he was doing the right thing, but he was doing it wrong and with the wrong heart. It said, in Abel, he also brought of the firstling. Oh, I'm feeling a little convicted here. Of the firstling of his flock. We bring the first to God. I'm so thankful for this. It says, of his flock and of the fat thereof. He brought the best part, the richest part, right? And the Lord had respect unto Abel. Like, this is for me, okay? Had respect unto Abel into his offering. It wasn't an afterthought. It wasn't like, let me get my cut first. Like, I got to get my cut off the top first. And then what trickles down, Lord, I'm going to give to you. Bless the Lord. You know, it, it's not it's not that. So we're going to get back to what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, but to Cain, until his offering, he had not respect. Ooh, isn't that? Mm. And Cain was very wroth. He didn't say, uh, yeah, he was angry. Wroth, past that. And enraged. And his um, countenance fell. Spiritually, I remember. But it says here, and the Lord said unto Cain, why are you wroth and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? You may not be accepted by men, but when you do well, you'll be accepted by God. That's the most important part. A lot of times we forget that, or I, I'll say it. Sometimes I forget that too. So yeah. So it says here, if you do not well, sin lies at the door. So sin is lying right there waiting for us to come out the door. To come out the yoke of Christ. Woo! To not even take on that burden. What is the burden of God? Hearkening. 
it says sin lies at the door and unto you shall be his desire okay and if you do not well sin lies at the door whatever gate you open whatever door you're going through sin gonna be there uh i know there's a speak like there's a door connected to that choice so it says and if you do not well sin lies lay or even tell lie, at the door and until you shall be his desire his desire is going to be unto you okay and you shall rule over him and you shall rule over him so when we come out of the breach or not the breach when we he said you have a hedge around him so when we come out of the hedge not the breach sorry when we come out of the hedge we make a breach we make a breach so this is what the lord says if i can never get to the verse um i'm going straight i'm going straight i thank thee uh going back to matthew 11 i thank you oh father verse 25 lord of heaven and earth because you have hid these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, for or because so it seemed good in your sight. All things are delivered unto me, the word of God, of my Father. Now see, oh, okay, okay, of my Father. And no man knows the son no man knows the word of god no man knows jesus but the father neither knows any man the father save or except the son the word the lord jesus and he or that person to whomsoever whomsoever okay we got to make that choice the son the word, the Lord Jesus will reveal him. Come unto me. Come unto the word of God. Come to the Lord Jesus. Come to what God is saying. All you, all ye, that labor. Now, if you go to Isaiah and you go into John 6, they, he talks about what we should labor for. Don't labor for the meat that perish, but labor for the meat that is unto everlasting life. And Jesus is the meat. Okay. The word of God, the Bible, the scriptures is the meat. So it says, take, um, it says, come unto me, come to this word, come unto the word, come to the Lord. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, heavy burden, smear because, um, laden uh let's 
see. You weighed it down. Laden, severe, difficult. Uh, it even says stupid, but we not. Um, to lift up, to pile up, load up, to overburden. So it says here, I love the word because he defines himself. A lot of times when we look in this, uh, a verse, there are two words that are similar, defining each other. So man don't need to do anything. So it says, come unto me, all ye, or all you that labor in our heavy laden saying they they connect okay and i the lord the word of god what god says will give you rest because he is the prince of peace so he's going to give us a peace he's our counselor he's wonderful that's what isaiah tells us okay he's the son of god so come on to come on to the word of God. Come to the word of God. I mean, come on. Here we, we we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So if we don't get the word of God in us, how are we going to be be taking how are we going to get all the stress off of us? How 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 are we going to have the things of God, the promises of God? If we don't come to the Lord, like he's given it to us, like it's free. It is free. So it says in Isaiah 9 and 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The word is given, the Lord is given. And the government, what rules, because he's our governor, he's our, he's our Lord, shall be upon his shoulder, Okay not the other way around and his name shall be called wonderful so we get that counselor so we get that the mighty god so we get that all within us the everlasting father so we get that the prince of peace the prince of peace so when we come into the word when we come into the Prince of Peace, when we come into Wonderful, when we come into the Counselor, when we come into the Father through the Son and the Son through the Father, he tells us, take my yoke. I'm going to stir you right. Okay. You got to take the yoke. You got to receive it. Not be bucking against the yoke. You got to receive the yoke. You got to receive it. Okay. It says, um, take my yoke upon you. Quick, quick. And you know, many people, Christians can't do nothing. We can't have no fun. Half of this stuff is not fun. It's killing us. It may feel good in the flesh, but it's contrary. The spirit lusts against the flesh or wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. Why? Because the spirit is constantly trying to pull us from the left side and bring us over to the right side. The flesh is trying to take us out of the right way and the righteous way and bring us into eternity. The flesh is going to die. It's not going in. So, so, our old flesh, because what is in this flesh, the sin, is like, listen, let's have fun, let's die. Let's ride and die. No, we're not riding and die. I used to think I was a rider. I'm not a ride and die no more. If I got to walk and live, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to ride and die with you no more. I'm not. No, we're going to walk on the right side. Now, you got to make that choice. But as for me, in, as for me in my house or for me and me, I'm going to serve the Lord. Okay. That's, that's, that's just the way it is. 
You can say what you want about me. However, I've taken on the yoke. And at first I'm like, oh, take on the yoke. Take the yoke on. Take the yoke on. And God is like, turn to the right. At first I'm like, I don't want to go. I don't like it. I don't know what's over there. And now you just turn to the right. You take the yoke upon you and learn. Study to show yourself what God is saying. Don't look upon the continents. Don't look upon the continents because God knows the heart. And a little leaven, leaven is the whole lot. I'm just saying. So learn of me for or because I am meek. I am meek and lowly in heart. Got a humble heart. He was not for reputation. He came to do the will of his father. He came to do the will of his father. So when we want to be famous and do the will of our father, they're contrary. Now, God can lift your name up in the earth because he knows you're going to stand. And you're truly going to be willing to die for him. He knows that. He knows that. You might not know in the beginning. But we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and we love not our life until death. You know, most people leave out that part. But once your life, once you've been transferred and translated to be transformed so you can be transfigured in the image of Christ. God translated to transform, to be transfigured when he comes for us. Mm -hmm. It says, for I am meek and lowly in heart. So all those other things that lifts up in our hearts and we lift up in our heart, they got to go. It says, and you shall, these are all promises where when you see shall, it's a definite. I will, it's his will. So, and you shall find rest. You're going to find it. You ain't even got to search hard because it's right there. Bam, because he's going to give it to, we can't get rest without God. God has to appoint us a rest. He says, so surely I said in my heart, they shall not have my rest. And we don't want that. We want God to say, rest, rest my child. So he says, uh, and you shall find rest unto your souls. This is what we need now. So if we don't take on the yoke and we don't take on, where was the burden? It says, um, and take on my yoke and learn of me. It says, uh, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And so he says in the last verse, for my yoke is easy. It's easy. Just hearken to the Father. Now, for me, that don't always seem easy because I'm like, God, man, you be taking me in some valley of the shadow of death. And some of these jokers, they straight up. I mean, mm. Big, big boys compared to me. You know, I might think I'm a chihuahua and here come that pit bull. You know, going to have to bite him in the knee because I'm I'm praying. <laughs> so the, the thing is, for my yoke is easy. Am I the word of God, the Lord's, the Father's burden? 
is light. All that other stuff kills us. Heart attack, stroke. People now claiming mental health and, and anxieties because they don't have the yoke of Jesus. It's the yoke of the world. The world ain't nothing but death. That's what the world gonna do. The world gonna kill us. People working to death. You'll ride and die to death. You're loving that person to death. You are falling in love. No, God ain't, God ain't down. God is up. I'm being lifted up in love. I ain't falling in love. Listen to these things we be saying now. Don't love me to death. Love me to life. Give me the word of God. We ain't got to ride and die. If we know this ride going, we going to end up death. And I'm not going with you. I'm not, I'm not going with you. Mm -mm. Lead me into the way of eternal life, everlasting life. Lead me in the way of every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, sometimes it may feel a little lonesome. And sometimes it's like, man, I mean, everybody else doing. Sometimes I'm up in the middle of the night. I got to pray or I got to study. And I, man, I need to get some sleep. But at the end of the day, because there's going to be an end of a day. At the end of the day, who face do you want to be looking at? What yoke? Which way you going to turn? Whose yoke was on us? Are we going to turn to the left? The eternal death? Or are we going to be able to enter on the right side? So send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I pray somebody have an ear to hear. And I pray you have the most blessed, blessed day in the mighty and beautiful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Sending love and peace to y'all. Peace.